Welcome to Business Conversations with your host, business strategist, Clive Ennevar. Clive is joined by expert guests as they talk business behind the scenes to give you the tools and insights to support your growth, security and serenity as you strive for your success. Welcome to another episode of Business Conversations with Clive Ennevar. I am Clive Ennevar, business strategist, coach and mentor, and we're having a conversation with Trish Springsteen about Get Known, Be Seen, repurpose and leverage to stand out and connect with your clients. Trish Springsteen is Australia's leading expert in empowering introverts, a multi-international award-winning speaker, mentor, international best-selling author specialising in speaker training. Clients work with Trish because they know she can help them have the confidence and self-belief to make speaking easy. Trish believes in you until you believe in yourself. Welcome, Trish Springsteen, and that sounds absolutely exciting and wonderful. But first, tell us a little bit about Trish Springsteen. Okay. For those who don't know me, uh, I am an introvert, massive introvert, who has learned how to step up and share her message and step out of her comfort zone. A long journey on that. I absolutely adore purple. So anybody who connects with me on Facebook will soon realise that, that this is the purple lady. And, okay, I love unicorns too. I'm the only person I would believe in Australia who has a red Subaru with a white bonnet with a black unicorn on it. So how unique can you get? I am passionate about being who you are and just living who you are. And what you get from me is exactly what you get anytime you see me. So Facebook, social media, in person, that's who I am. Excellent. And uh, I like the idea that you uh, claim to be an introvert and you have a car like that and you (laughs) even take the purple to your hair. Absolutely. Yep. Sometimes it's really purple. Sometimes it's subtly purple. And it's all tied up in when uh, one of the biggest things that I believe and I share with my mentoring clients and probably one of the reasons why I love mentoring uh, is because around about 10, 12 years ago, uh, I really became focused on who I was and actually started to own this is who I am. And you have to take who I am because I am very comfortable with who I am. And it took me a long while to do that. And it's why I say to my mentoring clients, I believe in you until you believe in yourself. I grew up in a really positive, supportive family. And they would say all those lovely phrases, you know, you can do anything you like when you grow up. You can be anybody you like. And really great phrases, but they were just words because I didn't actually believe in my heart that I was actually able to do that. And I think until you do that, until you believe in who you are, until you own who you are, it is very hard to share your message with everybody else and to stand up and be noticed. Sometimes very difficult to understand. uh, As you say, you had all those words around you, but nobody taught you how. Mm, Nobody. Because it's, it's a lot of it is mindset. A lot of it is having support from someone who believes in you. And that's why I use that catchphrase, um, my concept of mentoring and why I'm passionate about it because I eventually had a mentor who believed in me, who pushed me, who 
pushed me outside my comfort zone, supported me so that I didn't fall too far, and then challenged and held me accountable. And that's basically what I do as a mentor. My, my whole belief is, as a mentor is that uh, I believe in you until you believe in yourself because that's where you need to be. I provide a safety net for you. So if you're stumbling, if you're unsure about something, I catch you. I hold a mirror up for you so that you see who you are. And that's what I meant. I'm shining it back on you so you get to know who you are and you own who you are. And I hold you accountable because until you get held accountable for what you're doing, you don't grow into holding and being responsible for your actions. And, of course, growth uh, depends on uh, some frightening experiences at times, doesn't it, to to look oneself as an introvert and, and go, golly gee, I actually have to get out and speak to people. I've got to speak to people. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> so how do you go about encouraging uh, those introverted type of persons to get out and speak? Well, firstly, it might become as a surprise or not to some of your listeners, but introverts make great speakers. Once they get outside their comfort zone and realise that they need to step up, um, and this is why I'm very passionate about getting known and being seen, because that's what you need to do. You need to make it easy for your clients to find you. And so when I work with my introverts, I explain to them that you might have this brilliant business, you might have a book that you've written, uh, you, you might have a great app or service or product, but unless you make it easy for your clients to find you, you're not going to be pushing it and serving everybody you need to do. So firstly, what I say to them is remember that it's not about you. It's really not about you. Uh, it's all about the people that you can reach. And I challenge my mentoring people, I challenge uh, the introverts, I say, do you really want to be selfish? Think about it. No one wants to be selfish. But my challenge to them is that if you let fear of speaking, fear of the unknown, fear of being judged, if you let yourself label yourself as an introvert and let your... Uh, your introvert rule what you are doing, then you are being selfish because when you take what I call 60 seconds of insane courage and you step up and you breathe and you say, hi, I'm here and this is my message that I have, then it becomes all about the people that you are reaching and the fact that there could be one person uh, who is listening to you that needs to hear those words, those phrase or a bit of your message and that could be, at a network meeting, it could be on stage, it could be doing a webinar, it could be doing Facebook Live videos, doing a podcast like we're doing now, uh, writing a book, doing a blog, wherever it is, you need to step out of your comfort zone and make it easy for people to find you. So when I talk to them about that, it becomes rather empowering and people realise that That belief in their message is also vitally important. And that's why I say you need to believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself wholeheartedly, you own who you are and you know that your message is what you want to share, then you become very empowered and it allows you to overcome the traits of being an introvert. I like that idea of uh, 60 seconds. (laughs) I love it. What was it? Um, 60 courage. seconds of insane courage. Insane courage, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, amazing how once we begin something, uh, 
and and make that start, we can actually continue. And are you able to show people how that happens? Yeah. Once you get up, that a lot of it is mindset. Uh, we need to uncover that fear. Uh, of what's stopping you and as I said there's a lot of fears there some people it's just fear of the unknown they've never spoken before for others it could be fear of what people will judge and say about them fear of their peers fear of what the audience will think fear maybe that people might realize that we don't know everything and hey people we don't know everything it doesn't matter we don't have to know everything. We just have to be completely solid in our message and know one little bit more than the other person, and then you're fine. And that's where your belief comes in. So we work on some mindset about that. It stops that voice that says, I can't, and turns it into, I am, I am, I can, I'm sharing my message. Uh, I'm freaking awesome. It took me a long while to realize I was really, really awesome, and I am awesome. And if anybody asks, that's why I say, I'm like, I'm awesome, thanks, aren't you? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, there's, uh, there's so much that we can learn, I'm sure, for all people in business that, uh, to, to grow and understand that whatever we put into our mind is what we'll get out. Absolutely. So, uh, it's important, I think, for people to be able to meet with someone like you and, and learn how you overcame it and how how they can interpret that for themselves and in turn overcome their issues. But a lot of people out there are probably sitting around thinking, yes, I'm an introvert, and no, I can't do it, it's not possible. Why should someone in business step up and be noticed? Look, I touched briefly on it, and, and really when you look at it, you may have a bricks and mortar business. You could be online. You could have a book, you could have a product, you could have an app, you could have a service. There's one underlying thing that really is the foundation of every one of those businesses. The one thing that every person needs to be able to push forward and be successful and to achieve what they want. And that is clients. You need people to walk through your door. You need people to buy your book. You need people to buy your app or your product. You need people who want your service. So my question to everybody is why make it hard for them to find you? Make it easy for them. Now, the only way they're going to find you is if you stand up and say, hey, here I am. This is what I've got for you. This is the problem I solve. This is the pain that I solve. And this is something that you will need to be able to move forward in your own area of business or personal growth. People will maybe find the way to your door if you just sit back and the small people will find your way to the door. But you know what, people? I'm all about simplicity. So I like to make it easy for people to find me. And that means taking a deep breath and getting out there on video, getting out there on Facebook Live, putting yourself out there to be interviewed, being able to step up and competently say, this is who I am and what I do at a network meeting. Even being able to just go in and talk one-on-one -on -one with your clients and know how to be present and in that moment to be of service, to be able to let your clients know that you are the one that can help them. And that is all about getting known and being seen. And it's just very simple as that. It's as easy and as hard and as simple as that. <laughs> and, yes, I agree with you there that uh, 
whilst it's very, very simple, it uh, can also be very hard at, at the same time. And, of course, that's the part that frightens lots of people, which is uh, I'm gathering where you come in and, and show them that uh, even you as that you yeah. know, young person, introverted, frightened to go forward, uh, full of all the right words but not knowing how to use them, how can we make it easy for people to learn that what you learned really isn't all that scary once you've got through it? No, it's, it's not scary once you've got through it, but it's the starting that helps. And, and a couple of things I would do is, is trust in yourself, uh, believe in your message, learn from your mistakes. No mistake is a failure. Anything that doesn't work for you in all your life is something that you can build on for the next time that you get up. Find a mentor, and I'm really find a mentor and a coach. Find people that will support you and take you there and, and push you until you get to where you want. Surround yourself with like-minded people. And really, these are some of the lessons that I've learned over my life uh, from working my way through from being someone who used to hide behind the tallest pot plant, find the exit sign, did 10 minutes at a network meeting, and then was completely out of there. Didn't speak to a single person, but I thought it was a really great meeting. I didn't have to speak. <laughs> didn't work too well, but I thought it was pretty good. Until I found that uh, introverts really, <laughs> introverts versus extra, extroverts. I don't like labels. I'm, I'm the person that just doesn't like putting labels on people. So what I sort of basically say is you can be an introvert or an extrovert. You can be anywhere on that line. And basically where, where your default is, is where you start. And for an introvert, if you feel that you go to meetings and you've got so many people around you and you start to feel extremely overwhelmed, extremely tired, and you just want to get away somewhere by yourself, meditate or just be alone to get some energy back, then your default mechanism is an introvert. Not to say that you can't then learn, as I have, to harness that energy and be present when I'm speaking and be there for my audience. And as an introvert, I bring in skills like great listening skills. Introverts are great listeners. So when you start the conversation off, it just needs that 60 seconds to start that conversation. And then you can listen and build that relationship from there. You listen to what your audience is saying back to you. Great listeners. Now, an extrovert, on the other hand, an extrovert really goes nuts by themselves. <laughs> if they're put in a room by themselves, uh, they just like, they like wander around thinking, I've got to do something. I don't know what it is, but I've got to do something. I'm, I'm just not getting any of it. But you put them in a room full of people and they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, now I'm energised. I know where I'm going. And that means if that's your default, that you need people around you to get re-energised then your default is an extrovert. And that means then that as an extrovert, you're really great. You don't mind getting up on stages. You don't mind having conversations with people. But your issue is that you've got to learn how to focus and learn how to stop so that people can actually have a conversation with you and not get overwhelmed. So those are the two extremes. People will flash between in one or the other because that's how they do things. They learn that they can change this. They can be in the moment. They can restrain themselves. But their default is where they just be themselves and that's where you work out from there. So extroverts are really great at connecting. They just need to be quiet sometimes and listen. <laughs> uh, introverts, 
need to push themselves out to start connecting, but they're really great listeners. So just figure out where you are on that. And then the rest of it is basically putting in some structure and strategies and techniques. And it's why I'm very passionate about taking people on a speaking journey. Because on that speaking journey, you will learn techniques on how to do a structure, on how to focus in on what your message is. Uh, The foundation of any speaking is you need to know where you want to take your audience in this particular time frame and at this particular stage. Now, you want to need to know what the outcome you want for your audience to take away from what you're saying. If you don't know that, you're going to wander in the wilderness and you will take your audience and the people in the wilderness with you. So the foundation to any speaking is really knowing those questions. Now, surprisingly enough, the foundation to walking into having a meeting with your client or the foundation to starting a business or the foundation to writing a book, a blog or an article is exactly the same. You need to know your outcome, your goal, what you want to achieve. That's the foundation of your house. And that's why I say when you do a speaking journey, you learn techniques that you can translate into every other area of your life. Indeed. It's not a huge learning thing. It's a big learning thing, which you can apply in many, many areas. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I found from my own experience when I pushed myself outside my comfort zone and got speaking and found that I loved it and training. It's taken me a long way and it's brought me to here where I'm absolutely delighted to be able to speak with people just as long as at some stage I can go back and be myself. (laughs) Indeed. And, of course, once uh, we all learn how to present ourselves, that can, of course, introduce another problem because someone in business might think that they've reached what can be called content burnout. How can somebody prevent content burnout? My two other favourite words. And that is uh, repurpose and leverage. And it's amazing when you sit down, like when I sit down with someone and I have a chat with them and they come to me and say, but you want me to do social media, you want me to do videos, you want me to write a book, you want me to do art, when am I going to just do my business? And I say, you know what, you don't have to be reinventing the wheel all the time. Let's just sit down and see what have you been doing and what have you got? And you'll be surprised how much content you've got that you can actually repurpose and leverage without having to do new content. Let's, let's, for example, start with someone who's maybe written a book, okay? Someone maybe has just done the book and the book's sitting on the shelves. Uh, it's not doing what they want to do and they want to get that book moving. Uh, I said at, a, I said at a, a speaking engagement once that if you've got a book, I said that, you know, you, you need to be able to put in some Facebook posts out there and doing some Facebook posts, some social media posts, some LinkedIn posts. And I had someone there and say, well, how am I supposed to do that? When am I supposed to do that? And I knew this person. I said, you've just written a 30,000-word book. Guess what? In that 30,000-word book, you've got sentences. You take one or two sentences out of that book and you've probably got Facebook posts for the next 365 days if you want to do a daily post. And like the aha went, oh, my God, so I do. And I said, yeah, we have to learn to think outside the box with our content. If you've been blogging for a number of years, 
you've probably got a book sitting right there in your blog. You've got videos sitting there in your blog. You've probably got an online course sitting there in your blog. You can repurpose your blog for articles. You can repurpose it to uh, do webinars. It's all a matter of looking, where's the content I got and how can I do it? And I love finding really great software and things online that will help me repurpose quickly. And one of my favorites, I'll share with you, is Lumen5. That's L-U-M-E-N and the number five. It's an online. And I love it because all I have to do is take a paragraph from one of my blogs, post it up onto their software, and they'll turn it into a one-minute video for me and add music and everything without my doing it. I can guarantee I can have a repurposed section of my blog in a video which I can share out on social media within five to ten minutes. It's an exciting product, isn't it? Absolutely. I love it. I I fell in love with it. I love it. Gives you a great advantage in, uh, well, as they say, repurposing. Yep, absolutely. And it's just a matter of finding little things like that and looking where can I redo this. You don't have to do it. I mean, yes, you want some new content every now and then, but it's not, it's not something that if you know, when you come across people that say, oh, you've got to do all these things, you can look back and say, well, what have I got and what can I use first to repurpose? Uh, I love using PowerPoint. It's one of my favourite things. And what I do on PowerPoint, uh, I just take, again, if I've got a blog with maybe three or four headings, I'll just pop it onto the slide with a few words and then turn that PowerPoint into a video. And I don't even have to be in it. I can just talk over the top of it. So, hey, people, if you're introvert, you don't really want to be in the video, you can still produce videos with your voice and you can have it out there. Yeah, so there's so many different ways that you can put that out there and each of those ways has the potential to put you in front of a different audience. Absolutely. It's one of the reasons why, uh, look, listeners might be sitting here thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't have time to do all that. And, okay, yeah, people, you don't have to do every single piece of what I'm saying. And that's the, that's the power of sitting down with someone like myself and saying, okay, let's have a strategy. Where do I want to be? What do I want to achieve? Because we come back to that. Where do I want to go? What do I want to achieve? Where do I want to take my people? Same thing. And then say, well, okay, which is the best part of, social media or these strategies which is going to work for me so in some cases it might be exploring videos for a while might be doing some facebook lives for a while in other cases it might be okay let's see how we can get that book quickly written uh what have you got and and again a book doesn't have to be typed it can be said and it can be transcribed for you so there are several ways of approaching the book writing as well which uh, people who think well i can't write a book but they can talk about their story you can do it that way. So there are a myriad of ways, and the best thing is looking and sitting down with someone to find out what are the best aspects that are going to be the best I can do for my business at this particular time. And often, of course, it, it, that's what makes the difference is that people reaching out to someone like yourself so that they, they get a, a view from someone who's experienced all of it, and in your case, of course, experiencing changing from uh, the shy little introvert oh, to, boy, shy. To, <laughs> to turning yourself into somebody not only who was capable of doing it but understanding what how it all works and it's that understanding of course that gives people a, a tremendous advantage which you, you've talked about uh, speaking earlier 
uh, public speaking earlier but only just touched on it. What is it about, do you think, what is it about that um, having public speaking skills provides an advantage to somebody in business? Look, speaking and communication underpins everything you do in your business, in your life. Uh, one of the biggest, if you look at, and let's have a look at businesses now, you know, say maybe medium, small businesses, maybe up to organisations and companies. There's a lot of research being done. And when they do the research to find out what are the biggest issues that you have, communication is in the top three. When they look to see, well, what are they doing to improve their productivity and everything like that, communication's in the bottom. And they wonder why they haven't actually improved because they haven't connected the two. They know it's a missed problem, but they don't do anything about it. Miscommunication in any level, whether you're a solopreneur, you've got a team of 10 around you, you've got a business with 50 or 100 or in a large organisation. The problems of miscommunication causes loss of productivity. How many times do you have to redo things because you didn't get the communication right? It causes loss of time. Your time is valuable. So is everybody else. So are your clients and so the people, your suppliers. If you've got to repeat everything or go and chase things up, your time is being wasted. It's loss of money. When we have to do communication and repeat things or change things uh, that may not have got us the client we wanted, that may not have pitched us quite correctly because we didn't quite get the communication and speaking right, we're losing money. And I think the biggest thing that comes out of miscommunication is loss of credibility. And that is the hardest thing to get back. You can build credibility for a long time, but if you get your miscommunication, you're speaking wrong, you can lose it very quickly. So those are why I think that we really need to have good speaking communication skills. Even just to to get up and say hello at a network meeting, to go and make conversation at a conference, to do a podcast and know that you want to get exactly what you want to say, to answer a question from a media person and know that you've actually got the right sound bites in there, that you've managed to be concise, coherent and competent. These are all things that speaking skills give you. And let's face it, people, if you can get up and speak to an audience, boy, that's a big boost to your confidence. And that confidence takes you awesomely all over the place. And if you want to be really growing you want to grab opportunities when they come your way so why not be prepared to grab those opportunities yes it's good to do what sir richard branson says and say yes and then work out how to do it but why not have a really good foundation that's going to help you do it when you've said yes and speaking communication will give you that solid foundation that will take you anywhere you want to go and indeed, when you've got that really good foundation, it makes it a lot easier to say yes and then figure out how to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, as we move towards the end of our podcast here, talking with uh, Trish Springsteen about get known, be seen, repurpose and, re- and leverage to stand out and connect with your clients, a um, couple of things about, more things about Trish Trish, what's the best tip you've received from a business conversation? I think the best tip I've ever received, and it's one that has become part of who I am, and that was to be you, be authentic, be genuine, and let people see exactly who you are. And that's not easy, people, because we all wear masks, and a lot of the times those masks 
uh, because we're a bit of afraid. We're not sure what we're doing. So we think, well, wear a mask. So if something goes wrong, it didn't hurt me. It hurt the person wearing the mask. The problem with wearing a mask is that you can't connect with your audience. You can't connect with your client because you're not letting them see who you are. So it was one of the hardest things, but probably the best advice I ever had was to just stand up and be who you are. Let them see who you are. If you're passionate about it, let them see the passionate. If you are enthusiastic about what you want to say, let them see that. So that they know who Trish is and they know that wherever Trish is, whatever she does, that's the same person. So that was one of the best advice that I had and it's become part of who I am. And excellent advice it is. And uh, hopefully we can have more people who will simply be themselves. Be themselves. Everybody else is taken. And that's a famous quote as well. Indeed. <laughs> and um, you've almost answered in, the, in that answer my next question, but uh, let's find something else because what is the top piece of advice you'd like to leave listeners with today? Look, the top advice I would say is know what you want to do. Remember why you started your business. Remember why you wrote that book. Remember why you get up in the morning. And then give yourself, give yourself the strategies, the techniques, the confidence and the self-belief to take that and share it with everybody. It is no good keeping it hidden under a bushel. It's no good hiding in a corner. It's no good being so over the top and exuberant that people still can't find your message in what you're saying. You need to be able to be who you are, to be clear and to let it e- make it easy for people to find you. Just don't make it hard. It, you know, this world is so hard, let's make things easy because then the people will find you and you'll know what you're doing when you're talking to them. And, of course, people find it easy to find you if, if you are that authentic person and you just get out and show them that you're you. That's it. That's it. And they'll remember you. Yes, and that's probably the most important part, isn't it, that uh, they do remember uh, real people. They, they remember yeah. what, uh, what really appealed to them. Well, that was one of the questions that I was asked a while back was what's the difference between a good speaker and a memorable speaker? Um, I've been teaching and working with speakers, uh, doing my own speaking, knowing lots of speakers, interviewing them on my radio show for uh, you know, over 20 years, and I've always asked that question to people. And the basic answer that came out of it, it was a memorable speaker was someone who was genuine, who shared their passion and shared their stories. They're the people that stay in their mind. The techniques, the strategies, the things that I work people with and how to put your presentation together, they're brilliant because they allow you to be comfortable and to be shine. But it's you and your message and how you share it is what will make you memorable rather than good. And we can start at good, we can aim to be memorable, and that's where I aim. Don't always get there, but when someone comes up to me two years later after seeing me and says, oh, I remember, you can't remember your name, but I remember you saying these words, I think, well, okay, I managed to achieve what I was setting out to achieve. And that brings us to an old uh, old saying, of course, that uh, often, as you just pointed out, people don't remember uh, who you are or indeed what your name is, that is, or even what you said or what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
That's so, another good quote. And so far today, you've made us feel very, very good. Uh, and hopefully you, you've actually made a few out there think, crikey, if Trish can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. So most importantly today, Trish, how can our listeners, listeners connect with you to start their own business conversation? Awesome. Love to have a conversation with you. You can connect with me on my Facebook links and you just put Trish Springsteen and you'll find my Facebook pages and you can PM me. But if you would like to have a 15-minute free strategy discussion, uh, discovery session, it's uh, just going to calendly.com slash trishell slash 15 minutes. So that's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-I. C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash T-R-I-S-C-H-E-L slash one five M-I-N-S. And we'll probably, you can find that all over my Facebook page as well. And that's a free call. And we can have a conversation to see where you are on your business journey and where you are on your speaking journey and where you are and getting known and being seen. I would like to encourage everybody listening to this to take Trish up on that offer because uh, she really is a genuine lady. She believes entirely, wholeheartedly. Her, her soul is jumping out at me as we speak to encourage people to get involved in this. And as we've heard right from her own lips that she was a very shy little person and she learned how to get herself out there and get known. And she does it exceptionally well. Um, I'm aware of other people who have enjoyed her mentoring. So they all speak extremely highly of her. So grab hold of it, get involved, have a go. Trish, I'd like to thank you very much for having come on uh, our little conversation. And I hope we can have you back again someday. Absolutely delighted to, Clive. And it's been really awesome having a great conversation with you. <laughs> thank you, Trish. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Conversations with Clive Enever. Make sure you subscribe to future episodes via your favourite podcast app and you can find more business resources at cliveenever.com.au.